Did you notice this morning that while you were driving to work, it was just a little bit darker? And then when you looked out your windows, you saw the deer and all the other animals looking at you going, Bill, Terry, Alan, hey, what the fuck are you doing? We still have an hour of grazing time. Because somebody forgot to tell them about daylight savings ending. And yeah, now we have the roads. You guys need to get out. So they get pissed off. They jump in front of your car trying to dent the plastic sides and set your airbag off just to get back at you. Yeah, what the hell, man? What's going on? You know, it's funny because Arizona and Hawaii are laughing their asses off at us saying, yeah, man, it sucks to be the rest of you guys there in CONUS, you know, in the mainland and having to go through all that shit. And it's just one thing after another. You know, it, it pisses me off. Why the hell in 1916, 1916, Germany put in daylight savings time? You know, they were the first country to actually do that. And then in March of 1918, the U.S. did it. And... I don't understand it. You know, farmers were pissed off because they couldn't milk the cows an hour earlier. You know, it's like the deer that were jumping out, setting off airbags. They were used to a certain time. They didn't want you grabbing their tits an hour early. There was no reason for it. They weren't ready. They were still cozy. They were relaxed. You know, and you think about all the workers, their circadian rhythm getting all jacked up because it's like, holy crap, what am I doing going at this hour? I can't work the fields. They're still due on the ground. Yeah, even the farmers were pissed off, and now we're pissed off. And that just starts out for a shitty week. You know what? And what makes it shittier? Have you seen all the Christmas ornaments and displays out? I mean, fucking Halloween just ended. Just ended. You know, candy's still out. Some people still have their little things out, and now people are popping up Santa Claus and really... What is it? Randall Rudolph. Yeah, whatever the hell his name is. Just another damn deer that you got to look at first thing in the morning and when you go to bed because somebody had to stick it out there because, wow, you know, we got a holiday that's coming up over a month away. We haven't even got turkeys knocked out yet. Yeah, you know, it, the craziest shit. Daylight savings time, just terrible for everybody. This time of year, accident rates go up. Injury rates go up. Automobile accidents go up. So it's not really beneficial to anybody, you know, and I keep getting clients to call me up and say, hey, Alan, is this recordable? Are you kidding me? If you want to know if something's recordable, definitely, you know, reach out to your safety consultants, reach out to your people and your insurance stuff. But a lot of people are like, you know, because everything's money and time management now. But where you're looking at recordable incidents and things like that, and you see them escalating this time of year, is it really a good idea? I say not. And I think people should just, you know, reach out to the government and everybody sign something saying, hey, let's do away with this. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. All these deer are angry. Everybody's angry. We got more accidents. Now, we're already shorthanded due to the non-flu events that happened in the prior two years. But, you know, for those that are listening that's not sure what a recordable is, Every year, businesses keep track on their OSHA logs, recordable injuries. These are things where people were hospitalized, amputations occurred, things that they have to record. So if you're not sure what a recordable injury is, you're new to HR, you're wanting to learn more, Nate Brayman, otherwise known as Redbeard, created a site that's called Is It Recordable? And so if you type in Is It Recordable? It comes up. And you could say, oh my God, I had an incident like this. Guy was walking, guy was skiing, guy was eating. It didn't happen here, it happened here. 
Would this be a recordable on my business? You can find all that. Redbeard has created the Is It Recordable site and Is It Compensable? There's so many things out there, you guys, you just need to look. So while we're talking about daylight savings times and recordable events, you know, this is something for all the safety and HR people that are listening. Documentation is key to everything. We're documenting all these accidents, people coming in late, things like that. You see trends, you see patterns. These are things that you're going to have to deal with year in, year round. So, you know, when you think about it, losing that extra hour of sleep, you know, your prefrontal cortex is jacked up because you're used to having six cups of coffee at six, not six cups of coffee at five, now six. You got to think about the people that you're working with. You know, they're going through the same situation. They're going through, you know, the same events. We're trying to get their family up an hour early, get the kids out, get on the roads. Traffic's congested because of all the deer jumping out in front and all the other animals that's used to having their field time, you know, not interrupted by all these consumers and people going to work and things like that. You know, and, and it's just chaos. It's okay. Take a moment. Reset yourself. Be better prepared. And if you need to take out stress, go to the yards with all the Christmas ornaments and kick the living crap out of them. I mean, it's ridiculous. Let these people know it's got to be Thanksgiving first. Let's get our priorities in order. Let's get that bird ate. Let's get the things done in a timely fashion. But do it to the time it's supposed to occur. Don't jump ahead of everybody else. That's just rude. You know, and you got to think about that. You got to think about the things that we're doing because of our own changes. Are we being rude? Are we being uncompassionate or unempathetic? You know, are we going through that? So as your day gets ready to start, take that deep breath. Remember in the last podcast, we were talking about starting just little bitty trends, little bitty habits to get us through the day. Now we have to realign it because of a time change. We can do it. We can do anything. You set your mind to it, you set the goal, except maybe win the lottery. I've been thinking about that still. I haven't gotten it, but I am working on it like everybody else. You know, I'm donating 2 to $4 trying to get that done. I'm, I plan on doing great things with it. I'm not getting hair transplants, but I may get some new socks and, you know, some new Keens. Love my Keens. So anyways, you know, when we talk about doing things like this, you know, those of us in the older generation, the Gen Xs, you know, guys you got to take care of yourself, all right? We're getting older, not better. Well, maybe some better. You know, and it's like, I was talking about Nate Brayman, Redbeard. You know, people ask, and they jokingly ask, it's like, you know, Alan, you got vitamins, you do this, you do that. How do you take care of hair? Well, i got an answer for you. If you watch that TikTok that I did, I think it was maybe two weeks ago, a lady was talking about what could you discuss in 40 minutes Without any preparation, I said hair care products. A bald man talking hair care products. I used to have hair, right? So let's talk about that for a second. Let's get away from all the deer jumping out, making pelts across highways, turning plastic, getting your airbags off, and let's talk about a hair care product. So I have a goatee. I have hair. Redbeard has an amazing beard. He is a sexy son of a bitch. Him and my son had the coolest red beards that you ever saw. Now, back in the day, I used to have a beard. Uh, when I was doing certain events, change the facial thing, you know, I could trim it off. And it's like, who are you? Oh, I was a guy you saw last week. I just had a beard. Let's talk about hair. So, you know, when you think about hair, 
you know, you're talking about the thing that covers your scalp. It constantly gets in your eyes. It's bugging you. Your wife drops them all over the house market or territory. But a lot of people don't think about hair care. You know, so you take biotin vitamins to help with hair growth. Or like my wife does, you know, for me and for her. I never thought about this. Collagen. So I mix collagen with my coffee. Then drink it continuously through the day. But it helps with skin and it helps with hair. So, you know, like the vitamins I was telling you to take for diabetic support and for health support and, you know, getting your testosterone and helping lift these things up and the taurine to give you energy. Yeah, go get you some damn collagen, you know, go get you some unflavored stuff that you can mix with the smoothie or mix with the drink. And it helps with hair growth. You know, one of the things that uh, I found interesting too, for the next 30 days, I am trying what they call cold shower treatments. It's two to three minutes, you know, with it, it. And it's not even tepid water. It's actually 50 to 60 degrees, especially now in the winter time. And it's coming through the cold pipes. But one of the things I was reading about this cold therapy, and I knew about it when I was in the military and I knew athletes did it where they soaked in ice buckets, but you know, it helps with inflammation. It helps with neck pain. It it's cold it's very difficult to do, you know, stand there and you're breathing deeply, trying to control what your brain's saying, get the fuck out of here. Hypothermia. No, you'll be fine. But it's invigorating. But one of the things I found out is by taking cold showers with your skin tightening and everything, your hair's not going to dry out as bad. So if that's one of your things, <clears throat> somehow it helps with oils and all. Yeah, you're going to have to look that up. You know, I'm not really worried about it. I'm a bald dude. I shave my shit. I'm trying to maintain that chrome dome because, you know, real women love curves and it starts at the head, brothers. It starts at the head, not just the cuddly parts, but on the head. But then, you know, when you think about it, can women do the same thing? Yeah, but they don't want to get a cold shower. I could throw live lobsters in the shower well my wife's in there. And I'm telling you what, I toss one in there. It's cooked before it hits the ground. She can take that heat. He can take that heat. It's insane. But... You know, we look at that and they said, then Alan, what hair care products would you use? Well, I still have facial hair, you know, with the goatee. My thing, you know, when you talk about taking care of hair, you know, if I had allowed my beard to grow, I can't because where I teach hazardous waste operations and I have to be able to trim this down and shave it off quickly to get a respirator on. But when I have my beard, you know, I used all kinds of products. Uh, when my goatee was a little bit longer, my favorite, my absolute favorite, favorite was Dirty Irish Brand. Now, if you've not seen it, it's it's been around for a while. They're online. Just type in dirtyirishbrand.com and you can go and you can order these amazing, you know, facial hair care products, oils, you know, some people use waxes and stuff like that. But Dirty Irish Brand, I think, has the best. And, you know, when you think about that little bib that you're wearing below your chin, you know, it catches everything, coffee, uh, ketchup, shit's just dropping all over. It's keeping your shirt clean, but it, it can get nasty and it can get rough looking, split ends, just like normal hair. But I love the Dirty Irish brand. I, I've not been paid. I only tell you what I like and what I support. But, you know, collagen for your head, your hair, your nails, Dirty Irish brand uh, for your beard and for your goatees and your mustaches, you know, you'll have a face worth sitting on. Not for me. I mean, shit. Yeah, and, and not from anybody else. Well, somebody out there will. I promise you that. So get the collagen, unflavored, put it in for your hair care. 
Use Dirty Irish brand for your, you know, mustache and for your beard. I mean, again, you'd have to look at Redbeard, Nate Brayman, or my son Cameron to see what a beautiful beard looks like. There's others out there. But, yeah, there you go. I mean, I can't help you more than that. For those that were, you know, curious when we were talking about all these recordable incidents that are happening with daylight savings time and stuff like that. So there's your hair care information, collagen, Dirty Irish brand, you know, beard and goatee and mustache products. But let's talk about something else. Did you see the CDC information for flu? I'm not talking about the non-flu shit that I don't even get me into that. Today's a bad day to do it. You know, anytime you deal with politics and, you know, world crises for things and you got so many people involved and getting a pinch of this and a pinch of that to set up their agendas, that pisses me off. But the flu is a real thing. And since it disappeared for the past two fucking years into God knows where, uh, it's making a hellacious comeback. Tennessee, South Carolina, and Alabama right now have the highest symptoms. So my thing to you is, remember your vitamin C, your zinc, your echinacea, your vitamin D, you know, stay up with the things that help with your immune system. You know, keep up with it. Go get you a bottle of Airborne or vitamin C, you know, get these things. Now, you got to be careful. Check with your primary care physician because some people cannot handle the zinc load. You know, and this time of year with the flu going up and sunlight going down because that fucking daylight savings time. Also, look at lights in your house. It sounds odd, but it's one of the reasons so many people get depressed. And I know this from my personal experience, you know, being up in Alaska. You know, Alaska had the highest suicide rate at Fort Richardson or what they call Jaber now, Joint Base Air, uh, Elmendorf Richardson. But, you know, there are lights out there that you could screw into your light bulb or you could buy a special lamp, you know, for the, what do you call it, the vitamin D that you need. Um, I'm trying to remember, and I'm actually got my phone out right now. I'm having to Google it because I forgot what they call it. It is for light therapy, um, but it actually improves your mood because you get all kinds of, you know, what do they call sunlight uh, effects from this. And it's the, let's see, there's one here that says full spectrum. Uh, I'm looking on Amazon, nor bulbs. That's not what mine was called. They were called sad lights, you know, for the seasonal depression. So think about that too. So while you're fighting the flu with vitamin C, zinc, uh, vitamin D, look at sad lights, look for vitamin lights on Amazon, wherever the hell you get your stuff from. I'm not, I'm not pushing it, but I just saw that Amazon had the cheapest ones that popped right up immediately, but you can help yourself emotionally. You got your stuff for your hair care. You got yourself for your self-improvement, you know, and while we're talking about self-improvement guys, you need to listen. Ladies listen to you. You need to stay on their ass. You need to check your balls. All right. I don't know what is going on, but a large number of friends and associates have recently been finding out that they've had beginning testicular cancer. So when you're manscaping and removing the hair you're not one to beautify, you know, feel it. Look up on the websites on how to self-check, do self-exams. You know, women do it all the time with their breasts. If you're not helping them out, they're having to do it themselves. But feel for anything that feels like a lump or a growth on the side of your testes. You know, if something's not right, make sure to talk to your physician. But you need to start checking that. You're down there. You're trimming that shit. You're getting it out of the way. Obviously, again, you're not putting the beard oil in. If you are, okay, we'll talk about that in another show. 
but check yourselves. All right, this is the time to do it. Replace the batteries in your smoke detectors because you're going to be turning on the heater. You didn't clean out your ducts. Shit's combustible. You know, you're not really into housekeeping. Uh, so when you change that out, check yourself. All right. Make sure you have stuff for your cars. Make sure that you're ready for winter. You know, tire pressure goes down when it freezes. Be ready to work and recover from all these things. And when we get back, let's talk about ways of improving everything around us during this time of year. You know, because we're, again, we've got accidents. We've got events happening because of daylight savings time. Florida, Alabama, South Carolina, we're spreading the flu through those kids and through whatever. Nothing to be afraid of. And don't laugh at people still wearing masks. It ain't for COVID now. It's, they're worried about catching snots and sniffles from those little anchor, ankle biters you're dragging around on the back of that little retractable leash you got. And when we get back, we'll get together and we'll find a way to survive the rest of this week. Over the centuries, some of the greatest minds have accomplished amazing things in the areas of architecture, literature, science, technology, music, and the arts. We've had cultures to build pyramids over hundreds of years with incredible accuracy and limited resources. We've had intellectual geniuses to create written compositions and mathematical computations that throughout history has guided religious, political, and industrial leaders in developing global programs to aid in the progression of mankind. We the people have put monkeys into space, created vessels that travel faster than the speed of sound, produced medicines to cure everything from broken hearts to floppy, uh, well, maybe semi-floppy. Never mind, that's somebody else. So, moving right along. Uh... 
to microwave pizzas and beer that you can make at home. And what did these years of greatness and prosperity get us? 30 or so minutes of heavy drinking, swearing, and self-abuse. And that's just the listeners. While he may have been produced in Montana, then set free to roam the wilds of Tennessee, your host has a body endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control and a face that even a mosquito would hesitate to sit on. What's not to love? While years of progress, development, and beauty have been reduced to madness and chaos, Just take a moment to absorb this audio beating of your soul and dream of the days when things were simpler and more interesting. Yeah, let the good times roll. And here he is, the opposite of progress and beauty, your host, Alan Wooford. That music audio, the only by Arthur Bassoff, is one of the best pieces of, you know, music that I've heard. And and I get it from TechSmith Camtasia. You know, we have, I've got a thing where they help with the podcast with, you know, all types of sound bites, audio, thing like that. But Arthur Bassoff, he has got some great content, right? And that intro by Keith Kramer, Keith is a genius. You know, he, he's a podcaster. He's been in the radio and music industry for some time. And I asked him to make me a couple of intros and things, you know, because you want to keep a vibe going. You want to keep positive energy, right? Because what the fuck kind of week is this? We've got a hurricane down in Florida. We had the lunar eclipse. We had the loss of daylight savings time and the elections. Holy crap. Well, anyway, Senators, welcome back to the shit show. You're listening to Alan Wolford on Diary of a Bald Man. So we talked about all those things. Is that something really negative? Well, it can be. You know, another hurricane in Florida. They're still recovering from the last one. You know, we've got this crazy weather going on next week in Tennessee. Everything's going to pitch from where it's been in the 70s down to the 20s and 40s. You know, people were getting acclimated to that again. We told you about, you know, the flu-like symptoms and things spreading right now, South Carolina, Alabama, Tennessee, and yeah, it's just a lot of things to stress about. But if we prepare, if we get out there and do the things because we know events like this come up, you know, it's going to make life a little bit easier. You know, I was telling you earlier how clients would call up and say, hey, is this recordable? This occurred, you know, Bambi jumped out and became Bambi Burger in front of an 18-wheeler, things like that. You know, be prepared. Have contingencies. I'm not saying, you know, prep for every potential thing. That's impossible. You're going to waste a lot of time, energy, and brain space on this. But, you know, like I was talking about next week, cold weather's coming in. Well, you have to get to work. You have to be able to see Bambi and the other critters running out in front of you on the roads, right? Because daylight saving time ended. They're still used to having that extra hour of running around. And well, if it freezes, your windshield freezes. So now not only are you limited by, you know, light and ambient light and things like that, your obscured vision through your icy windshield, because face it and be honest, Nod your head up and down in vertical motion. If there's been times you got into your car where you only scrape like a six by six section so you could see directly in front of you. People forget it's not what they see in front, but what's coming up through that peripheral side that's going to impact them. So I'm going to teach you a trick. So as many of you know, I'm from Montana. 
And I also worked up in Alaska. So people that don't want to scrape their windshields understand. We understand you don't want to pour buckets of water on to break that ice up too, because it gets into your, you know, seams and everything. Then you try to open your door and that's jacked up. So here's a trick. I'm going to tell you three things today that's really going to make life better for you. And they all start at the dollar store. I fucking love the dollar store. As a safety person, not so much because, you know, they keep having millions of dollars of fines. But there's three things I always get there to improve life. And it's a great place, you know, small, in, out, I'm done. So you don't become a recordable because you're icy view next week when the temperatures drop, wherever you're at, you know, and you've only scraped out a small section because you're freezing your balls off outside. Take this, go to the dollar store, grab an empty spray bottle and a bottle of rubbing alcohol. That's it. Now take your ass home, take one cup. Well, depending on the size of the bottle, let's say fill half of the bottle up with water, just half. All right. And then Go in there and pour like the rest up to three quarters. You want to leave some space up top. That, that's called eulage. But you want to pour the rubbing alcohol. If you could measure it, I'd say three quarters of a cup to a half a cup of rubbing alcohol. And you shake it up. So that tepid water is warmer than the outside temperature. And if you have to store it in your car, grab some old socks or something to keep around the bottle so that water doesn't get overly cold and freeze. You hear what I'm saying? Insulate. You spray that on a frozen windshield, that warmer water will dissipate the ice. The alcohol prevents it from freezing back up. Yeah, you can cl- you're making your own de-icer. If you want some more, uh, there's other recipes out there, but this worked up in Alaska. And I'm telling you, we had, you know, 18, um, minus 10, minus 20, and it works every time. Now, you, you want to get full coverage around your vehicle. If you drive a tractor trailer or you have like a van, you have a lot of windows where you, you need that, you can get small pump sprayers or you get smaller bottles that you can pressurize. And again, you want for every cup of water, you want a half a cup of rubbing alcohol. It is the best window de-icer. Hey, I just taught you something. Maybe you already knew it. If you got something you want to suggest for cold weather, because we're going to add something about cold weather safety and all this stuff over this, go to the new website, diaryofabaldman.com. Go all the way to the bottom. There's an address so you could send snail mail. The new email, diaryofabaldman1968 at gmail.com. You know, there's everywhere on how to connect with me. My phone number's on there. So, Send me what you believe would be something beneficial for all of our listeners. And, you know, we got listeners globally. You know, right now, our biggest group, you know, outside of Chicago is California, Washington State, Georgia, Tennessee. I mean, numbers keep changing and pitching and going around with all the new listeners. And, you know, since we got on iHeartRadio, our numbers are shot up. So think about that. You could communicate with me there. You can go to the anchor page on every show at the bottom. It says connect or leave a message going through anchor. Different things to do, right? We communicate. That's how we get things done. So that's the first thing I told you to prepare, right? We're already dealing with something. Look how simple that was. So as I said earlier to kicking off the show, you know, this time of year, people get that seasonal depression, right? Because the lack of vitamin D through direct sunlight and people working on night shift are like, what the fuck are you talking about? I never see sunlight anyways. 
Well, you can get that vitamin light, not at the dollar store. I've never seen it. But here's what happens when you get to work safely because you cleared your windshield of all the ice and debris and everything. Go to the store, the dollar store, and get a couple of bags of Dum Dum Suckers. Now, this is one of the things I really like about Dum Dum has a variety of flavors. So before you go in the office, you know, everybody's already in a bad mood. Their circadian rhythm's off. They, they feel like they're going to work at night, all these different things. You have a bouquet of these little suckers in there. You don't say a word. You walk up to every colleague you meet on the way to your desk, unless you're, you know, in an area that prohibits you bringing food, you know, your food service industry, things like that. Just modify what you take in. I used to take in little Nerf guns you know, and put them in HR so they could pop each other when they got pissed off. That's another story. But you take it in, without saying a word, you walk up and you smile. You have a bouquet of sweetness coming out of your fist. You didn't say anything, but that person who had a shitty start to their day because they couldn't get that frappo, crappuccino, whatever the hell they're drinking, you start off with candy. They may not even think about it, but it's a visual cue. You reached out without asking for anything, without saying anything, and made an offer. They get to choose what they want. Now, if you can't save me all the root beer, package that shit up. Wait until you get a pound or so. You know, don't waste postage. Go to that diaryofbaldman.com. Scroll down to the new address we're at in Tennessee and mail that to me. I love the root beer. You want to suck up? That's how you could suck up. Christmas is right around the corner. Don't decorate right now. Put your fucking turkeys and stuff out. Remember, Thanksgiving's first. So there you go. You went in with nonverbal cues. You listened to some music going in. You're clearing your prefrontal cortex, your mind. Not stressing because you made people happy or started that seed of happiness because before they got engaged with their day and started getting into things, you gave them something to look forward to. Now, it doesn't have to just be candy. You know, some of the other things I get at the dollar store. I get ready for a meeting. People are going to be lackadaisical. They're going to be tired, things like that. I go over to the toy section, $1 a piece. It could be a miniature slinky. It could be a slingshot that shoots, you know, little plastic poo. And it's got little eyes and everything. It looks funny as shit, and the clients love it. They've got these little rubber hands that look like, I guess like a jello thing and you stretch it and you smack it and you can pull paper out of people's hands and it takes the receiver back to like a childlike experience unless they got the shit beat out of them with one of these toys it should make them happy but you're going up and you just hand it the way I use it is like if I have a meeting first thing in the morning or I'm doing a safety committee meeting I'll say hey what's your name what do you do what's your favorite coffee if they say oh I don't drink coffee I throw them out there I don't want other people to be miserable because of them. You know, get them the hell out. But as they answer questions, I'll say, so what do you do? What did you find today that was safe or unsafe? Something like that. I hand that to them. Not for participating per se, but it's like, thank you for helping me start this meeting. And they smile and other people are like, wait, I didn't get to answer. I was like, I'm coming to you. I'm coming to you. You know, back in the day when I was on construction sites, People didn't really fear because I didn't go out looking for trouble. Every day during the project in Greenville, I would have $50. I would have ones, fives, tens, and twenties. You know, it just depended on the day, what kind of thing I was walking into. And so I'd see which one of the subs was working in what area, especially anything that's high risk, you know, elevated work, confined spaces, and things like that. So I knew 
from experience that most of them have their permits in place because I wrote permits the day before, the week before, depending on how we planned it out. So when I walked out there, depending on what I saw, I'd walk up and hand the person a dollar. That was because I saw them doing something safe for themselves. Either they were cleaning their glasses, readjusting, you know, PPE. If I saw somebody doing control around a danger line, right? Because when you have danger tape up, you're not supposed to cross. And I'd see people stopping. Hey, hey, you know, I got workers overhead. You got to get out of the zone. You're in that drop zone. I give them 20 protection of others. And word spread. So when I walked into an area, you know, everybody follows safety. They communicated over the radios, their cell phones, things like that on a job site. They'd say, hey, Alan's heading your way. You know, make sure you guys are doing right. They self safety And nobody, again, my point of view, I have never seen where somebody wanted to be unsafe. You know, unless they were trying to unalive themselves or, you know, they had suicidal thoughts. That's something completely different. And that happens, you know, in the wintertime. So, again, go in with positive vibes. Don't have to say shit. Don't have to be on a tempo. You hand things out. It changes the mindset. You're hitting those emotional breaks. You're going to be that vitamin D light where they're lacking because without expectation, without demand, you just went and handed something. Yeah, in some cases, a dollar is a lot for some people, you know, especially if they ain't been working stuff. You can make little personal things. You can make, you know, something out of nothing. Get some toothpicks, put candy on the end, make micro suckers. I don't know. You know, think about things that you enjoy that others might enjoy. So we talked about hair care products. We talked about stuff, you know, so I wanted to address a couple of questions I had on some of the people that were talking about, Hey, Alan, you know, you're, you're doing this on the shows. You're doing that on the shows. When are you going to have more interviews? Well, we were looking at that. And for some reason, you know, except for, uh, when we interviewed Chance Roberts and Sheldon, people were like, no, that's not where your show's about. It's the diary of a bald man. Well, in our diaries, we talk about other people, right? But other people have ideas too, their concepts. So we're looking into it. We're going to have some coming up here in the next couple of months, you know, just trying to catch back up where we were offline for a while due to the move and the relocation, getting set up in the new house, uh, things like that. But again, you know, if you have suggestions or ideas, you know, you can go to diaryofabaldman.com. You could go through there. You can contact me. There's different ways. You know, Facebook, TikTok. You know, I'm getting a lot of requests to do these little micro videos on safety or, you know, showing products that I like on there. So we'll do that. You know, Instagram, we're all over the place. And as we grow and you grow with us, you know, look what happened. Beginning of the year, we got into the People's Podcast Awards. Did not win, but... If I can do that with a brand new podcast, with your support, your listenership, you're going into like Apple and you're going into Spotify and you click like and subscribe and you're given the ratings, you know, on Apple iTunes, we still have a five-star rating with 299 on Spotify. I think it was 20 something five-star rating. So obviously we're saying and doing things that you want to hear. Thank you. God bless you. Now get the fuck out of here. Clean your windshields. Stay awake. And have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening.
Alan Wolford has produced this podcast for entertainment purposes. Neither this nor any other podcast he produced constitute legal, medical, marital, sexual, or professional advice. The opinions and views presented by Alan are his own and do not reflect the views or opinions of employers, clients, family, Facebook groupies, promotional sponsors, or baby Jesus. Any health information shared or mentioned as an alternative does not create any patient-physician relationship or other professional relationship between the audience and the presenters. No person listening to any podcast from this rocket surgeon should act or refrain from acting based on the content of a podcast without first seeking appropriate professional advice and or counseling. Nor shall the information be used to substitute for professional advice and counseling. As stated earlier, this show is for entertainment purposes, not how to lead or change your life. Do what is best for you or what your spouse approves of. Alan Wolford and all guests of the show expressly disclaim all liability relating to any actions taken or not taken based on any and all contents of this site.